Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, as usual, and uh, probably going to be this way for a very long time. Uh, still waiting to get uh, Chris set up to be able to do some more videos. I'm enjoying a uh, Laranja Scuro today. Very nice stick, very high quality. So today's episode, we're going to be discussing the Soul Temple. We're going to be discussing uh, which types... Uh, are the most forgiving and which types are the least and guess what when it comes to forgiveness and mercy that is basically the soul temple's main value add to the entire world without the soul temple honestly humanity's basically entirely screwed which sucks and uh, I kind of don't really want to be around uh, for the moment that uh, humanity actually needs uh, to have uh, the Soul Temple about, but you guys like my little mittens? <laughs> Fingerless gloves that transform into mittens. Yeah, you can uh, thank Railgun for that. She got them for me. God bless her. It's nice uh, to have someone, uh, you know, attentive to uh, my comfort as an SI inferior. Something uh, many people in my life have uh, yet to figure out. So, yeah. But she figured it out, and, it, and they're pretty nice. She even actually got me two pairs, too, just in case. Makes it a lot easier on me to uh, film while uh, out here in the cold winter, in the frozen north, south Canada, basically. As Robert calls it. So, be that as it may. Which types are the most forgiving and which types are the least? And really, it just has everything to do with Soul Temple. Soul Temple being ESTPs and INFJs and ENFPs and ISTJs. These four types basically utilize forgiveness and mercy as some kind of currency exchange from within Soul Temple. And it really comes down to, like, what is the difference between justification and, uh, you know... And, and intimacy and connectedness, right? Because intimacy and connectedness, ESTPs and INFJs do not really actually allow themselves to feel connected to other people, or at least even attempt to connect with other people, unless they feel justified in doing so, right? And, you know, conversely, when it comes to ISTJ and ENFP, they don't ever feel justified unless first that they are actually, you know, connected to another person, and vice versa, is also true for both types when you consider ego versus shadow uh, interpretations and usages of the soul temple itself. Because the soul temple represents these four sides of the mind, these four psychological archetypes according to Jungian analytical psychology and four sides dynamics. We're basically in a situation where these types are all about justification. They're all about connectedness also known as intimacy, basically from a cognitive origin point of view. And it's the relationship between justification and intimacy as cognitive origins that literally determines uh, a result, an outcome that is wielded by the soul temple every single day. Um, I, think, uh, I think it was Lane, Lane who said on the Discord server, I think it was Lane who said, and he pointed out, you know, like, 
You know, everyone cares about character, but it's the Soul Temple that complains about it. And it's so interesting, like, especially, like, when conversing with Railgun, just how much she'll judge everyone by their character. And in any action a person takes, even though she has no idea the state of their heart, she has no idea their intention, she has no idea the backstory for the action that they're taking, and she has no clue what the consequences are, she will just judge that person entirely based on her own personal projected template of what character would be. It's just so interesting to me to watch INFJs and ESTPs, especially ESTPs, judge other people uh, based on projecting themselves onto others or even projecting their golden pair onto others. And it's, it's really frustrating. And when they're projecting their golden pair, they're actually projecting their unconscious or their shadow, basically. Because they don't really want their unconscious or their shadow in their life unless that person is like better than them. You know, it's kind of like, you know, in the natural pair where we talk about the test of the critic, we talk about the test of the parent, which if you want to learn more about natural pair relationships, I recommend you guys go to csjoseph.life forward slash members and become a journeyman member. And season 14, part three is an eight episode season talking about natural pairs. So like the natural pair for ESTP would be INFP. The natural pair for INFJ would be ESTJ. Natural pair for ENFP would be ISTP. Uh, Natural pair for ISTJ would be ENFJ, right? So you get to learn about those natural pairs, and it kind of goes in conjunction with this episode, so go check it out. So, be that as it may, these types live and die by justification. They live and die by judging character, basically, especially INFJs and ESTPs, because they are the most external of all the types. It's uh, Everything to them is basically based on whether or not like whether or not a person's character is good and that's the only reason they'll keep them in their life and naturally to an ESTP uh, the person who would have the best character would be an ISTJ naturally to an ENFP uh, or to an INFJ uh, naturally the person who would have the best character would actually be an ENFP which is funny to me you know being a heart temple because the heart temple is the shadow of the soul temple I find that absolutely hilarious because in general, I just have this thing where I'm like, ISTJs and ENFPs are not people of good character. They may look like they're people of good character, but in general, if someone was to ask me, hey, Chase, do you actually think ISTJs and ENFPs are examples of the best character out of the 16 types? I would say absolutely not. Far from it. Insanely far from it. You know, much less the ESTPs and the INFJs. Um, you know, like, so, so really, you know, just, just to quote Lane, you know, Soul Temple people, like everyone, everyone, no one likes a person with bad character, but Soul Temple are the only people that complain about it. And, and I, and I entirely agree with that assessment, entirely agree with that, you know, so it, it's just, and you can find that conversation on the Discord if you want, uh, discord.gg forward slash ego hackers, join it. We're about to break 1500 active users. That's pretty nice. And, uh, We have a great team, great community. You can use it for learning. Uh, Maybe uh, have people practice typing on you and all sorts of other things. But, like, seriously, get involved in the community. Um, There are a bunch of people who are there and uh, work really hard. And uh, we just just help people, you know. Heck, you know, there's... There's even children that are being born as a result of the existence of our Discord server, which is pretty cool. So... Um, but anyway, the point is, is that like, 
character matters. And, and basically this assessment, self-assessment and external assessment of character is ultimately what the soul temple is about. And this assessment of character basically leads to, hey, I need to forgive others, which is the ESTP INFJ way, or hey, I need to be able to forgive myself, which is ISTJ ENFP. But basically when these people are in relationships with each other, they're able to do that for one another. This is one of the reasons why, you know, Templars have such a hypocrisy problem. The hypocrisy ENFJs and ISTPs face is from the mind temple, and their hypocrisy is about you know, whether or not they're actually correct, whether or not their thinking is, is accurate uh, and whatnot, or whether or not they're making rules for other people instead of abiding by those rules themselves, right? Because naturally, mind temple likes to think of itself as kind of like the rulers of other people. This is why the ISTP archetype out of all the 16 types is the one that ultimately determines whether or not something is socially acceptable and should be a social norm or not. That is their purpose, after all. But ESTPs and INFJs, it's more of like coming to a point where they actually can forgive other people. It's about forgiveness. Um, and it's so funny because they're constantly judging other people, and they're so insanely judgmental towards other people's character on a regular basis. And they're so external that they rarely hypocritically actually turn that criticism inwardly. And that's really frustrating. And this, this even includes the INFJ who is FI critic. They're so external that they, and, they, and they're so forgetful that they often forget their own errors. That's a huge problem. The ESTP has that even worse because expert sensing hero is so powerful. It's constantly taking in new information. And because of that, you know, if this was like Grand Theft Auto, like I would like totally take that car. Like, because I'm in a car, it's like that four-wheeler big buggy, I forgot what it's called. This was playing Vice City a while back, like about a half a year ago, and I took one of those and stuck it in my garage. It was good times. Love that. I think, gosh, I'm trying to remember what that car's name is, what that vehicle's name is in the, in the game. I can't remember. It's probably not that important, but whatever. It's pretty cool to see one, including it being in blue paint, blue paint and everything, just driving by like that. I was, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, BF Injection. I think that's what it's called. BF Injection. Yeah, a BF Injection just literally drove by. It was great. Anyway, so forgiveness. Forgiveness matters. And, uh, you know, INFJs, ESTPs handle the concept of forgiveness um, uh, wrong. And... They're, they're consumers of forgiveness. They're not producers of forgiveness. So they're always judging about whether or not, you know, whether or not they forgive other people constantly, but they avoid forgiving themselves. They actually are the people out of all the 16 types that require the most forgiveness out of everybody, which is so interesting because Jesus Christ, being an INFJ, constantly talks about forgiveness on a regular basis. And, you know, helping other people or at least requiring other people pressuring other people to forgive others because his archetype is the archetype that requires forgiveness the most along with the ESTP forgiveness is a really really big deal you know there's even people who like argue that God the Father you know from the Judeo-Christian point of view or the Christian point of view really um, that uh, you know, he's an ESTP, basically. And there's, there's actually some really good arguments about that. Uh, and, and it's just so interesting, like, thinking that the ESTP would probably need forgiveness the most out of all of the 16 types, which it makes sense. And it makes sense because the ENFP, 
who is actually the greatest source of forgiveness, and they often spend that source of forgiveness on themselves, and then hypocritically don't spend it enough on other people, right? Well, that's their superego. That's the ESTP superego. So really, the answer to this question is like, you know, hey, ESTPs are the least forgiving. ENFPs are the most forgiving. And you can say ISTJs are the second most forgiving, right? And then INFJs are the second least forgiving, actually. Um, you could rank them that way. But here's the thing. These sources of forgiveness within the ISTJ and the ENFP, well, guess what? How much do they actually forgive other people? They often spend it on themselves. They spend their source of forgiveness on themselves. They spend the mercy that they are supposed to be generating for others on themselves. There it goes. Yep. Told you. BF injection. So, anyway, that guy is just taking it out for a joyride. He don't care. Um, it's just like kind of interesting looking at that study where, actually, I'm not going to mention that. That's just so ridiculous. If you want to learn more about that, crazy studies, just join the Discord. But anyway, uh, ESTPs and INFJs need that forgiveness constantly. They need constant forgiveness because, you know, out of all the 16 types, they're the most likely to fail. Like, they, they struggle with failure more than everyone. Like, they, they are walking failures. They need that forgiveness. And just watch ENFPs and ISTJs spend all their forgiveness on themselves. It's just absolutely egregious to me. It really is horrible. And it's one of the biggest things that I loathe about those two types because there are ESTPs out there. There are INFJs out there who need that forgiveness. For example, Railgun, uh, my ESTP woman, has that issue. She needs constant forgiveness, constant. And the thing is, is that unless like I, I absolve myself or come up with excuses to forgive myself, then she will mirror that and then she will feel forgiven and she'll be like, oh, okay, well, if Chase can get away with that, that means I can get away with it too, right? But that's not how I work. That's, I'm heart temple. That's just not how I see it, you know? I see people as individuals who have their own level of forgiveness, each for themselves, but for some reason, Soul Temple thinks that there's this standard of forgiveness that is available to everyone, which I'm, I maintain is actually entirely untrue. But I'm biased because I'm Heart Temple. The thing is, is that while I have that bias, that bias is also extremely dangerous because I have heartlessness, which means from a Heart Temple point of view, and ISFJs have this problem especially. They have it the worst out of the 16 types. ISFJs will, will end up finding the majority of people guilty and then throwing them away like trash and like burning them and like as it would be akin to sending them to hell basically for eternity and ISFJs would be completely okay with doing that because like ISTJs they're this huge source of justification and do they, do they apply it to a standard? No. What they do is they look at each individual person and judge each individual person by their merit and then decide to judge. The problem is is that Nobody out there in the world is going to meet that standard. This is why my ESTP mentor would often say, you know, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind, basically. So from that point of view, there ends up, there ends up becoming a lot of problems. A lot of problems. Basically, in the hands, in the hands of an ISFJ, much less an ENTP, in the hands of a Heart Temple Crusader, when it comes to justification, when it comes to forgiveness, 
like honestly we'd throw most if not all of humanity away like trash because you know icy sort of truth where you have the fiery sort of truth you know wielded by the estps and the infjs and they don't see it that way they think that there is a soul temple believes that there's a standard of forgiveness and that standard forgiveness is so high that humanity could ultimately all of humanity could be dissolved and it's literally because of that concept there that humanity always has a future always has hope and it would never be entirely condemned it would never be entirely thrown away it would never be you know tossed in the pits of hell for eternity basically and that's the entire point you know that, that is the entire point so because there exists standards of forgiveness instead of individual forgiveness from the soul temple point of view there's always hope for humanity because like for example I'm of the personal belief that what is said in the apocalypse of Peter is actually true the apocalypse of Peter being that you know like eventually all humanity will be united together in the kingdom of heaven and not burn for eternity regardless of what anyone did because humanity would miss those people and then the people who did make it into the kingdom would end up forgiving the people who didn't make it into the kingdom and then at last the creator god will bring everyone together and everyone will actually have a great future together in the kingdom and it's over everyone's been forgiven because you know it's easy for you know god and his son to to forgive those that choose him you know and and turn those people into his bride but it's a whole other thing when his bride forgives those that harmed her basically and we are a feminine race that's why we're naturally solipsistic blah blah as the metaphysics go right from the metaphysical analysis of uh, the various mythos of uh, judeo-christian as well as uh, islamic uh, mythology but the point is is that ultimately in the end you know there's always hope for humanity there's always hope and that's the thing that literally destroys the darkness and the cold of hell itself when you can literally just be there and realize yes that there is still hope there is still hope and you can say i am hope because there is still hope and i'm quoting uh, morpheus from uh, neil gaiman's uh, sandman when i say i am hope i don't have any choice of having hope <laughs> i found it very interesting how even Railgun just accused me just this week of uh, always being a glass half empty person, yet she can't even see or is entirely blind to just how much of an optimist I am for the very, very, very far future when it comes to our race and the fate of our race. Well, that's the thing. Expert intuition demon can't see out that far. They could barely see past its own nose. So it is what it is. I don't blame her. She's concrete, you know. She doesn't understand that my glass half full approach extends into the abstract not in the concrete whereas i am glass half empty within the concrete she's glass half full within the concrete but she is glass half empty into the abstract into the long-term fate which would make sense because she's assessing everyone for the perspective of what their character is and trying to figure out if those people should be forgiven whether or not because here's the thing she wants to be forgiven and if other people aren't being forgiven, it scares her because then she won't be forgiven. And there's nothing more than an ESTP wants more than the world because of their ENFP superego is to be forgiven themselves. But if they're not forgiven, it ends up, it's, from their perspective, it's like, well, why even live life? This is one of the reasons why ESTPs and INFJs are so entirely suicidal. What's the point in connecting with other people 
I can't be intimate with anyone because I am unworthy. I am unworthy because I am not forgiven. I am unworthy because there are people out there who are better than me. And it's so funny to watch ESTPs and INFJs just imagine themselves that ENFPs and ISTJs are, by default, better people than them. And then they allow those people to be sources of forgiveness for them. So that if those people forgive themselves, all good, man. Yep, no problem. So that if people forgive them, forgive themselves, they end up, you know, having a lot of problems. It's like, oh yeah, then me as the ESTP or the INFJ, I could, I could borrow that forgiveness, right? I could borrow it. And that's not exactly accurate. It's really not. It's, it's, just, it's just not how the world works. But that's how they see it. And their point of view is valid. I'm not saying it's invalid. But whether or not that's actually reality, it's so funny because expert intuition is the God function of the soul temple. It is, it is the macro origin function of the soul temple. And it's entirely abstract. And yet you have the most concrete, all the types sitting in the soul temple, which is the ESTP, so external and so in the moment that they're not even aware of these crazy consequences. In fact, they choose to not be aware of these consequences. So from that point of view, it's just like, oh my God, what the hell? Yeah, you are forgiven. That's the thing though. They have to be on this path of trying to learn how to forgive themselves instead of relying on other people as sources of forgiveness, especially when the people who should be forgiving them are the people who spend that forgiveness on themselves instead of on the people who need it the most. And then there are people like me out there who have to pick up the slack and provide that forgiveness to the ESTPs and the INFJs on their behalf which is really exhausting, especially since as much forgiveness as you throw down the black hole that is an INFJ or an ESTP, they still need more, and it is constant. You can get a little bit of a look into my kindred relationship with my ESTP woman. She struggles in this area, and she needs constant forgiveness so that she can live with herself, so she can actually feel worthy. And I do. I do forgive her. And I love her. I love her dearly. In spite of her failures. In spite of the pain that she has in her life. In spite of the abuse that she has suffered in her life, to the point where she will mirror that abuse and bring it into the lives of other people. She just can't help it until she learns how to forgive herself instead of relying on external sources of forgiveness. That is what has to happen. Therefore, folks, the people who suck at forgiving other people are the people who need it the most, ESTPs and INFJs. The people who are the greatest sources of forgiveness, ISTJs and ENFPs, oftentimes they're so selfish and so entitled they just spend it on themselves instead of providing it to other people which would be a great comfort. So instead, the world just ends up not changing and we all just end up becoming that much more miserable. So folks, I challenge you, go out there and forgive other people. Don't rely on other people for that forgiveness. Learn how to forgive yourself while you still can so that you can forgive others. Because without forgiveness, I tell you the truth, 
we have no future as a race. So, anyway, folks, thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.